This is the Warrior Mind Podcast, and I'm your host, Greg Swanson, podcasting from gorgeous Mile High Colorado Springs. The Warrior Mind Podcast is a personal empowerment series that provides you the information required to develop a mindset of a warrior, maximize your human potential, and achieve peak performance. The Warrior Mind Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes and links can be found at warriormindcoach.com. Use the pull-down menu and look for the blog. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your RSS feed or iTunes, and please share this with your friends, neighbors, and relatives. If this is your first time listening, thank you for coming. If you're returning, thank you for your continued support. Here in a few minutes. Um, this, you know, the things to eliminate from you can be people, behaviors, thinking, or things in your environment. All of these accumulate into helping you become a minimalist because if you keep adding more and more and more and more and more and more people, different behaviors, different thinking, and change your environment up, keeping any more stuff, that is becoming a maximalist. And perhaps what we want to do is prune those away. You know, in with fruit trees, you prune off the branches. So you create this fruit tree, but then you cut it back so that the new growth will have more abundant fruit on it. And this is kind of what we're doing here is we're pruning off the dead wood, the things that aren't producing results to allow the other branches to produce the results we want. So again, if you're looking at a fruit tree, its current condition is its maximum condition. Well, we need to cut some of those things away to make it a minimalist to then achieve a greater maximal potential. So here's one thing we need to keep in mind is decision fatigue. You know, we should realize, and not should, but you need to realize that you have limited energy throughout the day and devoted only to the things that really matter. Uh, there's a great book, Willpower, that talks about this. The more, like for instance, the more we fight, resist doing something, the quicker our energy, our willpower diminishes the more we get involved with decision-making, the more our willpower diminishes. So we want to save this energy for the most important things that really matter in that day. You know, here are some performance practices you may want to consider to help prune some of those branches. You know, consider all the decisions you make every day. That is from when you wake up to when you go to bed. Just think about everything that you're deciding. And identify the ones that are truly unimportant to you in the long run. That could be what you should wear. That could be what you should eat. Those are unimportant if you sit there and make decisions. But if you make the decision and pre-plan, right, meal prep, food prep, um, all those type of things to, ahead of time so that when you start the day, you will have zero decisions to be made. The important decisions as to what you're doing at work, you know, your deep work, it's called. But even if you go to the gym and you don't have a plan, you go there and you start, what should I do? Already, when you say, what should I do? That's starting to diminish your willpower. So consider all these decisions, identify the ones that are truly unimportant to you in the long run and automate as many of these decisions as possible. So we're not saying don't make the decisions, but put them on autopilot. Again, this is part of um, atomic habits. Again, so 
when you're looking at waking up and going to the gym. You wake up, you have your clothes ready to go, you have your pre-workout drink ready, you get dressed, you have your pre-workout drink, you get to the gym, you already know your routine. Warm up for five minutes, do some rolling, and then you have your exercises that you're going to do, the movements that you're going to do, and then stretch and you come back home. You've just done zero thinking for the day because you've had it, you've automated all of that as possible. Then when you get home, you kind of know what you're going to have for breakfast or a post-workout drink, and you know what you can do in the shower. So from waking up until you get to work, we want to make that zero decision making and have it go on autopilot so you can save that energy for when you do get to work. You know, the other thing is, you know, eliminate gossip, politics, and what others think of you. Yes, politics is a touchy subject, but if you get engaged in it, you know, religion, politics, money, all of those, if you get engaged in it and find yourself having these debates first thing in the morning or even late in the afternoon, you're not going to have any energy left to do the things that are important. I'm not saying don't be aware of what's going on in your community, what's being aware in the United States, you know, but those are the things that are political. Gossip, absolutely, there's no reason for it, right? Talking about other people behind their back, there's no reason. And Making decision based on what other people are going to think you is also going to diminish your willpower. And it will be amazed what we do unconsciously because what we think others are going to think of us. Now, that doesn't mean you have to show up to work in baggy sweat clothes with holes in them and your hair still having bedhead in it. No, we want to show some self-respect for ourselves. And, you know, how we dress and how we present ourselves is a reflection of what we think about ourselves. But if we overcompensate because we want to impress other people, then that is also going to diminish our willpower or our mental energy. You know, consider also the the ripple effect of larger decisions like your commute time, your financial pressures, all of those can have a diminishing effect on your willpower. You know, if you're commuting 45 minutes, it's just a necessity. But if you're resistant right when you wake up, if you start to resist it, then it's going to create so many challenges for you. But if you can turn that commute time into something positive, listening to some audiobooks, listening to some positive podcasts, listening to something that can engage with you, then that commute time um, is energy producing instead of energy sucking. Now, so the first step in designing your optimal day is to determine what to do and what not to do. You know, the second thing to determine is when to do them. So I'm going to do my deep work, and when I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it between 8 and 10. Um, so there are some ways to determine when you're at your peak, right? This is kind of the uh, circadian rhythm and the, your chronotypes. There's the morning-evening questionnaire and the Munich chronotype questionnaire. This is, and I'm going to go into this in a few minutes, what this actually means. But you want to have your, so your performance practice given your chronotype is determine your chronotype. And I'll go through some examples. Determine that chronotype because in there is when you like to sleep and when you're at your most productive. And they're, they're basically a bear, wolf, lion, or dolphin. And then you design your day according to your chronotype. 
and you time block the time when you're most energetic and alert for the important and urgent task. It makes sense, right? But we don't. We tend to go into work and do emails first and do this and do that. And we might be using our great energy to do minimal tasks, to do just things that are just not important and schedule the less demanding tasks for when your energy is at low. That is when you would be doing emails, going to meetings, etc. But you want to keep your energy high when you're doing those most creative, proactive tasks. You know, and don't fight fatigue. Don't have 20 Red Bulls and two espressos. Use it for recovery. So when you when you are fatigued, take a break, go outside and walk, sit in nature, take some breaths, for about 10 minutes, use that fatigue as a signal to recover. Once you have that recovery, then you come back and give it all you got. Um, you know, working with your chronotype not only maximizes your performance, but also helps to ensure a balance and harmony between stress and rest and recovery, right? Stress and rest equals growth. So we want to make sure that that stress is when we're high energy, the rest is when we're fatigued, and that will give us more growth. So here's what I was talking about. The bear uh, sleeps at around 11 p.m. and wakes up at 7. Its most productive time is between 10 and 2 p.m. The dolphin's kind of all over the place. It sleeps various, and its most productive time is random, and about 10% of the population are dolphins. And then there's the wolf, sleeps at around 12 a.m., wakes up at around 8 a.m., and the most productive time is 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then there's the lions, go to sleep at around 9, wakes up around 5, most productive time is 7 to 12 a.m., and that's kind of where I am. And I know that by noon, I'm fatigued, I'm done, and if I do my my day right from 7 a.m. to noon, I'm doing productive work, I'm working with clients, I'm really engaged, and then in the afternoon, I will take um, a break to recover a little bit, but I'll do my less demanding tasks at that point. So determine from this what your chronotype is or go to one of those assessments I talked about in the previous slide. Um, choose your friends wisely. This is, again, we want to minimize to maximize. Choose your friends wisely. You know, just like illness spread easily through close grips, so does motivation. That is, um, the makeup of your social circle has profound implications on your own behavior and attitude. So if you are surrounding yourself with people who aren't motivated, you'll tend not to be motivated. If you are around surrounding your people, uh, your, yourself with people who are um, not financially aware and intelligent and perhaps spending more than they're making, you will end up in the same thing. So choose your friends wisely. You know, if you surround yourself with those who support, motivate, and challenge you, you can reach greater heights than we could alone. We all need a team. You need, you need a team to climb a mountain. You need a team to do you can't do everything yourself. Even if you outsource it, that is part of your team. But the core is to help you with your personal development, to help you with your, with your motivation. You want to have a great team next to you. So keep in mind, show up, right? Just show up. The best performers are not constantly great, but they are great at being consistent. Hmm. 
The secret to world-class performance isn't the daily routines they've developed, but that they stick to them. Create a habit, create a routine, and stick with it. You may have to tweak it, but don't throw it out completely. Do something with it. And that they show up even when they don't feel like it, right? When the dream is big enough, the feelings don't matter. So if you'd like to see the show notes on this podcast, you can go over to warriormindcoach.com, see the show notes, listen to this podcast and other podcasts. There's some blog posts up there and some other information that will be helpful with your peak performance. And while you're on the internet, you can please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest under Warrior Mind Coach. Development to help you with your, with your motivation. You want to have a great team next to you. So keep in mind, show up, right? Just show up. The best performers are not constantly great, but they are great at being consistent. Hmm. The secret to world-class performance isn't the daily routines they've developed, but that they stick to them. Create a habit, create a routine, and stick with it. You may have to tweak it, but don't throw it out completely. Do something with it. And that they show up even when they don't feel like it, right? When the dream is big enough, the feelings don't matter. So if you'd like to see the show notes on this podcast, you can go over to warriormindcoach.com, see the show notes, listen to this podcast and other podcasts. There's some blog posts up there and some other information that will be helpful with your peak performance. And while you're on the internet, you can please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest under Warrior Mind Coach. Thanks for listening to the Warrior Mind Podcast. If you like what you've heard, please tell your friends and subscribe by your favorite RSS or podcast feed. And remember, every facet, every compartment of your mind is to be programmed by you. And unless you take your rightful responsibility to program your own mind, the world will program it for you.